day the music came back, the podcast by Alvaro Sarios. Previously, on the day the music came back, loud knocking drives the teens to hide. When the teens reemerge, they soon discover the music player has been destroyed and the little trust the group shares is strained. Treble reads a list of spies working for silencers. Another knock comes from the outside. And now, episode three, The Arrival. They found us. Clamp your lips, Beats. I think I know that knock. It's the silencers, that's who it is. Clamp your lips, Disco. No, it's... it's Boom. What? It's Boom. Boom box? That's not Boom. Vuvuzela whispers to G minor. Vuvuzela says open your ears. Silence as they attempt to listen. Treble agrees with beats that's not boom it is i know it is that's boom's knock if that really is boom then we have to open the door who knows what boom's been up to boom has been gone for at least a year nine months i'm just gonna say what everyone else is thinking if that is boom which i really highly doubt it is but if it is then boom could be a listener (laughs) i wasn't thinking that me neither boobazella Vuvuzela shakes her head. Boom is not a spy! There's no way Boom would ever be one! How do you know? I'm getting real tired of you questioning us, Beats. I'm just trying to be safe. Trouble, let me see that list. I want to see if Boom's name is on there. It's not on here. Look again! AMFN, please just tell Beats why before more noise comes out of that mouth. I can't if Beat's ears aren't open. Look again. Vuvuzela touches Beat's on the arm. A sense of calm fills Beat's. Fine. They're open. Now tell me. One day, I'm walking home from school when a silencer stops me. Says I'm not wearing my ear protection properly. But thing is, I am. My mother was always on to me about that. Don't give them an excuse to stop you. You asked me, I don't think it was about ear protection. The silencers like to show their power, especially where I live. And I start thinking about all this and start asking, why did you really stop me? I didn't do anything and you know it. The next thing you know, bam! You know that club they always carry? Took one to the head. The silencer said they heard me say, "Mm, music, but I didn't. I know I didn't. That's why you have trouble saying. This is your problem, Beats. You always run your mouth. Clamp your lips and let AMFM finish. As the silencer is hitting me, I hear a voice. No more will your brutality go unwitnessed. No more will you beat us in darkness. I see you. It's Boom. Mind you, I didn't know who Boom was at this point in time. The silencer tells Boom to leave, 
But Boom doesn't move. Just stands there, watching. Next thing that happens, the silencer starts chasing Boom. And when that happens, I zoom out of there. A week later, I run into Boom. I see a huge black eye, and I don't know if you ever noticed, but Boom's left ear is distorted. The silencer did that. I thank Boom for helping. Then I ask, why? Why did you do that? You don't even know me. Boom said, what kind of person am I if I just look away when another human is in need? Before I can introduce myself, Boom says, I'm Boombox, but you can call me Boom. It's my code name. I think it's best if we don't know each other's real names. It's safer. So don't tell me yours. I didn't have a name in mind, so Boom picks one for me. You can be AMFM. I didn't even know what that meant. It sounded cool, so I kept it. Boom and I start meeting up in abandoned buildings, talking, sharing stories. One day, Boom tells one about Grandma and Grandpa Boom. They would meet up with friends in secret places to talk about music. Boom wanted to do that too and asked me what I think. Before then, I wasn't even curious about it. My parents always told me it was dangerous, and I accepted that. I asked Boom why. Why do you want to risk your life for something like this? Then Boom tells me what happened to Grandma and Grandpa Boom. What happened to them? The silencers found out about the meetings and extinguished them. I remember Boom asking, do you have anything worth dying for? I shook my head. Boom said, neither do I, but my grandparents did. The least I can do is learn more about it. What do we do? We open the door. No. What? I still think Boom might be a listener. Seriously? That's your problem, right there, Beats. You may have ears, but you definitely aren't using them. Beats walks to the middle of the chalk line. Votar. I can't believe you. Don't let AMFM bully you. It's okay if you're still unsure. And if you still have doubts, do not vow to let Boom in. Votar. Beats points to the left side. Stay safe on this side. Then points to the right. Let a potential spy in on this side. No one moves. Then, Beats pulls out a rock and throws it on the don't open side. Nobody else is going to vow? Guess I win. Disco, can you remind Beats of the rules? I know the rules. Anyone in the group can call Votar. True, but someone else in the group must support it. That's why when someone says, Votar, we all repeat it. If no one else repeats it, there is no Votar. Those are the rules. I didn't know that. It's been said lots of times. A lot. G minor, let Boom in. G minor leaves to open the door. As the others stand in silence, Treble approaches Vuvuzela. You, you saw Treble's name on the list. That's why you wanted Treble to read it. Vuvuzela nods. Are you gonna tell? What secrets are you telling over there? Nothing. It's nothing. G minor enters. 
followed by Boombox. <gasps> Boom. I didn't think you were going to open the door. I was starting to think you were found out. Or that you stopped these meetings. But I had a feeling. So I kept knocking. I actually came by earlier. That was you banging earlier? We thought it was the silencers. <laughs> I totally forgot about using my knock. I was so excited to see you all again. I was just banging, trying to get in. I banged so hard I was worried someone would notice, so I ran off. You don't look the same. I thought you would say that. You notice stuff like that. Vuvuzela hugs Boombox. If Vuvuzela trusts you, I must do the same. Some of us thought you were dead. That almost happened. I know I'm not the only one thinking it, so I'm just going to say this out loud. I don't know why I'm just noticing this, but you say that a lot. You've been gone nine months. Nine months, two weeks, and six days. Where have you been, Boom? Locked up in the O-Pits. Seriously? What did you do? In the O-Pits? No, what did you get arrested for? Assaulting a silencer. Are you crazy? Why would you do that? I didn't. I don't understand. Treble asked what I was arrested for. That's what I was arrested for. Now, if Treble's asked, what did you do to get sent to the O-Pits? Then I would have said nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nobody gets sent to the cages for nothing. Just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen. You really were in the cages? Since when? Since the last meeting I was at. Nine months, two weeks, and six days. That night, when I was walking home, I saw a silencer beating someone. An old man. I went over and told the silencer I was watching. I was told to leave. I said no. Long story short, I was arrested. Should have listened to the silencer. AMFM told a story about you doing the same thing. What is it with you and watching? Did you ever do something you knew you weren't supposed to do, but you did it anyway? My sister and I tried to burn down my neighbor's house. What is wrong with you? Why would you burn down someone's house? Tried. I tried. My mom caught me pouring the gasoline. What? Uh, what? They accused my grandparents of hiding instruments in their walls. You know how people treat you when they think you do that. They think you're going to cause trouble. Note to self, don't accuse G Minor's grandparents of anything. Excellent words to live by. The funny thing is, I didn't know at the time, but my grandparents did have something hidden in their walls. What was it? Papers with black symbols on them. The original name for those are music sheets. They were all faded. You could barely read them. One of them had a word in handwriting on it that said G minor. <laughs> I can still see it. Thank you for sharing that, G minor. Now, I want you to think about this. Would you have tried to burn down your neighbor's house if you knew someone was standing there watching you? Truthfully, I don't think so. People do things differently when they know they're being watched. As kids, we do it. Adults are the same way. Every arrest I have witnessed, no matter how bad they were beating up the person, once the silencers were aware they were being watched, they stopped hurting them. 
Yeah, because they started beating on you. <laughs> True. But that's because I was the only one. What if every time a silencer arrested someone, there were 20 witnesses or more? Darkness breeds evil. That's what my grandfather always said. But a witness brings light. Every time they arrest someone, I will be there to watch. It's what I hope someone would do for me. I know I'm not the only one thinking this. Beach thinks you're a listener, right? That's what you were going to say, right? Don't bring us into this. You were gone a long time. Because they were in the O-pits. Did your ears not take in that part? What does everybody else think? I know I'm not the only one thinking this, so I'll just say it out loud. Beats is a fool! Mm-hmm. I'm not a spy. Prove it. Empty your pockets. Don't listen to Beats. I heard that anyone who works for the silencers has a special ID card, and they carry it with them all the time in case they get detained. Is that true, Trouble? Well, why are you asking Trouble? You're the one who told us about the silencers, Knock. There is a silence, as Trouble considers what to say. It's not true. Vuvuzela says it's true. Right, Vuvuzela? Vuvuzela nods. Who's right? I'm believing Vuvuzela because of who her mom works for. That makes sense. You still don't have to empty your pockets. It's okay. I get it. I was gone a long time, and the last thing I should do is to expect you all to trust me. I trust you? That's because we have history. Before the meetings. I didn't meet you until the meetings, and I trust you. Me too. It's just Beats. Beats doesn't trust anyone. I'm just being safe. There's being safe, and then there's being an idiot. And you, my friend, are being... Well, I'll let you finish that. If you really think about it, being safe is how the government convinced people to support the Days of Silence. Safety isn't always the best decision. Sometimes you gotta take a chance. And if you really, really think about it, if I am a spy, this is your last day. And how do you want to live it? In fear? Can we get back to the meeting already? Can I say something? You can. I'm just not sure anyone's gonna listen. Never mind. What is it? Nothing, never mind. No, no, no. You wanted to say something. You should have the space to say it. Here's your space. <sighs> the list that Vuvuzela brought? There was a name I asked about. Richie Osborne. A listener? I... I know him. He lived right next door to me. His parents were silencers. Maybe that's why he didn't have any friends. I'd always see him going into the forest or coming out of it. One day, I follow him into the forest. I see him digging. Then he pulls something out. It's light-colored and looks like it's made out of wood. It's also about this long and it looks really smooth. I think what you saw was a drumstick. I didn't know that's what it was called then, but yeah, that's what it was. He takes it and hits it against a tree. He doesn't do it once. He does it over and over. I get really curious, so I... I take off my ear protection. I know. Doesn't sound like me, right? Not at all. But I wanted to know what he was doing. And you know how your ears felt when the music player turned on? Same thing. I got scared. 
I had never felt something like that. Put my ear protection back on and ran away. The next day, he confronts me. He says, I saw you watching me. I couldn't deny it. I was. He asked me if I wanted to go with him. Of course, I said, no way. I don't want to die. And he said, because of who his parents were, he wouldn't have to worry about getting in trouble. His parents didn't know what he was doing, but there was no way anyone was going to extinguish him, even if he was caught with a noise tool. That's what he believed. I still didn't want to go. He said something similar to what Boom said earlier. How do you want to live your life? In fear? And you said yes. I definitely said yes. Because that's the kind of person I am. I don't know why. I just am. But I went. Eventually. What changed your mind? A smile appeared on Beat's face. I know that smile. That's the same way I looked after my first kiss. Is that what happened? It was on the cheek, but still. <laughs> it was warm and nice and soft. Felt the same way I felt when I took my ear protection off to let my ears take in what he was doing, hitting that stick against the tree. We went to the forest and he showed me the stick. He said his grandmother told him a story about how people would hide their noise tools in the forest, and so he wanted to see if it was true. I've heard that before. Treble also. Making beats. That's what he called what he was doing. Hitting the stick against the tree. Making beats. His father found out. He didn't tell me, but I saw the bruises. He still wanted to go into the forest, but I was too scared. No kiss would convince me. He moved away not long after. His grandmother still lives in the area, so I went to visit her. She didn't know where the family went. She's actually the one who told me about these meetings. I was scared, like when he invited me to the forest. But I came. I came because... You thought he would be here. Beats nods. And today, I learned that he's a listener. I really thought he was a good person. Maybe he still is. What? <laughs> what? Why are you looking at trouble like that? He's a listener. How can he be a good person if he works for the silencers? People have their reasons. You're defending him? No, Triple just thinks people have their reasons for doing things like that. That's all Treble's saying. I've always liked that about you, Treble. You're always good about having us think about the other side, even if we don't agree with you. I definitely don't agree with Treble. Just when I think I can start trusting, something pulls me back to being scared. So, no, I do not want to live in fear. But... It's hard when the world constantly convinces you that you should. I'm sorry for accusing you, Boom. Beat sticks out a hand and offers a handshake. Boombox looks at Beat's hand, but does not move. End of episode three. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Day the Music Came Back by Alvaro Sar Rios. Please join us again for episode four. This podcast was produced by Beacon Academy, a Montessori high school in Evanston, Illinois, based on the play by Alvaro Sar Rios, directed by Catherine Walsh, and featuring the talents of Ash Trevastava as AMFM, 
Anya Murtaugh as Beats, Aditi Barthwaj as Disco, Tegan Hubbard as Bass, Maddie Morton as G Minor, Carl Mahalski as Treble, Josie Goodwin as Vuvuzela, Eleanor Plunkett as Boombox. Our narrators were Jordan Zickman, Cole Tyson, Samantha Epstein, Farrah Cage, and me, Callie Lewis. Our theme music was composed by Coleman Slater. Production support and sound editing by Georgette Kelly and Emmy Hilger. For more information about Beacon Academy, please visit beaconacademyil.org.